0: Hey what's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast, man. We got a great show for you guys this week. I get a chance to catch up with my buddy Aaron. She's been on the show a few times. My buddy Aaron, you may know her from Blur with a blog, my favorite blur. Mainly because we go deep. We go deep in the whole blur universe. We talk about Spider Man, then it wraps around to San Diego Comic Con. We talk about some of the things we like, some of the things we we, that caught our eye. One thing we go full nerd everything on this one. Blur black nerds what's up and um I wanted to do this which originally started off as a phone call or started off it was a friendly phone call. You know, say hey, how you doing, whatever, whatever. But if you get to the meat of what we're doing, this is a podcast. This is a podcast of all nerd everything and I wanted you guys if I'm ever to feel safe with another blur is this person and we get into it a lot in this podcast only thing i ask you to do i don't get it twisted we going not talk about all sam Chill nation stuff in a few but i just want you to go if you're on the side of my boys, go to blur with a blog whether that be on facebook whether that be on instagram or just go to her web page blur with a blog and just like some of the content that's there that's all i want um if you do just say hey sam sent me or, you can do all of that just like some of the cool stuff that's there because i have been rocking with this person since so It just it's kismic when you see people like oh i get you i get we've we've talked about our relationship a few times in um various podcasts but when we break this down you would think we were there together it's just two people who love a thing love a thing hard we love it hard so either way, so let's just jump right into this podcast. Everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com. And yes, if you go to samshownation.com, right there on the homepage and current promotion page, there's a the donate button. This has always been a crowdsource podcast. Only thing we want you guys to do is to hit that donate button and give whatever makes you feel like you're a good person when it comes down. To the podcast, we put every single red cent into this podcast that you donate into this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. It's all right there. The only thing we actually do is go ahead and do that right then and there. Speaking of the podcast, you can always um, donate to the podcast, but maybe you want a little bang for your buck. Maybe you one of those people. Who want to show their love for the podcast. You can always go to samshownation.com. You can hit that store link. And by hitting the store link. Yes. You can walk out with your. Just talking with Sam swag. It's right there. Whatever flows your boat. Whether that be t-shirts. Whether that be hats. Whether that be stickers. It's all right there. Whatever you need to show the world. Your, your love for the podcast. is all right there. As you go through your daily life speaking of the podcast you can always go to sannation.com you can hit that podcast link and by hitting the podcast link you can listen to this podcast or any other podcast that you may have missed it's all right there and it's all on the podcast you can even search the podcast that you want to see all of the podcasts are right there go ahead take a look at the podcast and listen to it right there on the page but maybe you don't like listen to them maybe you have a different service we're currently on Google Play Spotify. Stitcher, tune in, and the granddaddy of them all. You guessed it, Amazon, oh, excuse me, you guessed it, iTunes, and Apple Music. Yes, all of my Apple people, you guys can hit that link and you can listen to all of the podcasts from com. Only thing we ask you to do, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast right there at samshownation.com it's all right there so please go ahead do that right there say hey I really like his take on x y and z five stars hey I wish this guy shut up and let the guest talk five stars it's all right there you can do that at Amazon where we currently have a 4.8 rating not to pat myself on the back thank you very much we are out here Doing this and the only thing we ask you to do is please subscribe rate and review the podcast um we got a few sponsors um from the podcast and one of the things that um i would like right now is to talk about my sponsor the first sponsor, the good folks at groupon yes we at that time where well, groupon is sponsoring the podcast one thing we ask you to do is go to samson nation.com you hit The current promotions page and you hit that Groupon link and you can save money on anything that you want. You could treat yourself to a great deal that Groupon has. You could be part of Groupon Select and you save um, an extra twenty-five percent off whatever you get, you know, automatically. You can learn what that is right then and there on the webpage, or you can go to Groupon and you can get some things that Um, Maybe you want a night out, maybe you want some great products, maybe you want to learn something that's locally, you know, whether it be a thing or an event. You can learn something that's happening locally. Maybe you can learn more. Maybe you want to go to a comedy show. Maybe you want to try pole dancing. Maybe you want title for free. I mean, like, they have everything on Groupon. The only thing we actually do is go to samshownation.com. You click that link, and you can discover which. Maybe it's a great restaurant opening up near you. Maybe you're a fitness person looking for a new gym. Maybe you want to break on the current gym that you're going to. It could be right there at Groupon. They have Groupon Goods. A lot of the things that you have right there, you can save as you go through Groupon and you can discover new things. Look, we're in the middle of summer right now. And one thing Groupon has is called the deal of the day. And some of the things with the deal of the day, you get a chance to discover new products as well as discover new events. Because, as I just mentioned, we're in the middle of summer, and maybe you want to change things up a bit. Maybe you want to show things off. Maybe you want to take someone to a new place that maybe you don't even know about. You can jump into all of that by going to and Hitting the Groupon link and hitting that Groupon marketplace and find something new, find something fresh, find something that you're going to save some money on. Maybe it's something you already know, whether it be new favorites or old favorites, it's right there by going to Groupon via SamShowNation.com. So please hit that Groupon link at the current promotions page of SamShowNation.com and you yourself, you, yes, you can get into the Groupon way of life. The next sponsor is the good folks at Reebok. One thing we want you guys to do is go to SamShowNation.com you click that Reebok link. I mentioned we're in the middle of summer. However you're treating your summer. Maybe you're getting fit. Maybe you're styling. Maybe you're profiling. Maybe you hit that Groupon link and you, you want to show off a lot of the stuff you have. Maybe you want to just have some comfortable shoes, some comfortable appearance as you go through your daily life. Gru- Reebok is going to help you out. Only thing we actually do is go to SamShowNation.com. You hit that Reebok link and you can jump in to their end of season blowout. Yes, you could tape up to 70% on all styles at Reebok.com. The only thing they ask you to do is go to SamShowNation.com. You hit that Reebok link on the current promotions page. You could pick whatever that you want in the. In the whatever you're buying, and you, yes, you put in the offer code extra seventy at checkout, and you put in extra seventy at checkout, and you can get a lot of the things that you probably would do as you, you know, style profile with your Reebok apparel with that by putting extra percent, extra seventy at checkout, you can save up to seventy percent off your purchase. So please go to nation.com hit that Reebok link, and get up to 70% off the next and last sponsor is the good folks the granddaddy of them all amazon.com let's go to samshownation.com on the homepage or the current promotions page you can click that amazon banner look we talk a lot about nerd culture in this podcast and who are we getting it's amazon you're going to amazon anyway this is how the internet works Go to Amazon. Click that link at samshownation.com right there on the banner on the homepage, current promotions page. And if you type in SDCC 2019, you can get a lot of the San Diego Comic Con exclusives that are available on Amazon right then and there at Amazon. Whether it be Funko Pops, whether that be collectibles, whether that be toys, whether that be uh, cards, whether that be action figures. Whether that be, um, I've seen a few signed and numbered limited edition comic books. It's all right there. Like I said, we jump into nerd culture pretty hard. Um, I personally got The Walking Dead 193, the end comic book. You know, it's a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. I don't want to spoil things in there. And you can check into all of that stuff by putting in SDCC 2019 in the search bar. The only thing we ask you to do is go through samshownation.com. Click the banner. Yes, the banner at samshownation.com. Home page, current promotions page. When you click that banner, you can catch a lot of those deals from there. So this is what I'm about to do. I'm about to reset these mics. It's a lot of the stuff that we talked about is on the Amazon page. But we get into it all SDC and Spider-Man everything. So please Go ahead, listen to this podcast, and I will see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just talking With Sam podcast, y'all. Just talking With Sam podcast. Just put your name on it. you don't talk about it, be about it. I don't know this till like right now Seriously Soon, Joey, i it's obvious if you ought to listen we we never write this out. Just like that with the magic of the podcast I got my buddy Aaron. You may know her from Blur with a blog And quite honestly, you are the only person I trust with this much nerdism going on <laughs> right now How you doing Hello. today? I
1: am good, this weekend was
0: insane Boy, we gonna jump into that <laughs> And this is why I say you are one of the few people I trust Because, okay guys let's break the fourth wall just a little bit originally this was gonna be a nice podcast about um spider-man spider-man review and we will get to that mm-hmm. and then we I don't know you did it before me or I did it before you collectively looked at the calendars and it was <laughs> San Diego comic-con those who don't know that is one of the tent poles Every blur nerd, anything in the dork forest, you can find it there. And then I immediately text you back and said, "You're a genius," because I'm I'm getting like topics together because I got to do this every week. I gotta do the podcast every week. All of it, for the most part, is San Diego, Comic Con related. Something you're calling in already, so I'm like, let's get it going. So that was perfect Meanwhile While you were doing that I was reading your blog about Spider-Man And I liked it I I felt And I'm only doing this I'm only doing this There is no but To what you wrote Everything I agree with Wholeheartedly 123,000% I loved (laughs) it 3,000 Although I'm just saying There's no but In addition to I just felt that little nerd in me because... Well, let's just jump into it, if you don't mind. I mean, it's still up. You can still read um, Aaron's great review of Spider-Man, but just in the short form, how did you like the movie? I
1: enjoyed it. like the fight with Mysterio. I felt like I was watching the 90s cartoon pen, the way they did the and now the was so thrown off. So they stayed really true to that. Um, the post credit scene blew my mind. Like, oh my god, his identity got out. <laughs> but to me this is like the worst Spider-Man at keeping it secret because how did MJ figure it out? Like no one is ever smart enough in Marvel to figure it out. So you must really suck at keeping your identity. Either that or she's like Tony Lovell genius that have figured it out. I don't know which one, maybe a little of both. But they brought back the original of Jonah. But the movie overall was good Like I needed something to feel good about After um, Endgame So this kind of helped with that Like Peter's just so
0: wholesome and cute And I love Mm -hmm. Tom Holland as Peter Parker I love Tom Holland as Peter Parker As well Um, I don't think he is the worst Spider-Man at keeping a secret Andrew Garfield Hands fucking down Is the worst (laughs) Spider-Man Just on all levels But as, as far as keeping a secret like, the the cool thing about Tom Holland's Spider-Man is he's a kid, so he yeah. does kid things. So, um, I love the fact that they gave away his identity at the end, and I went into this as, I looked at it, alright, this is going to be the palate cleanser for Endgame, because everyone's yeah. still like, where do we go from here? <laughs> and it was- No, th-
1: the video the high school students did at the beginning was basically, <laughs> like, all my emotions- Wait.
0: Right. And was he was all their,
1: all their friends who were like five years older and then he was like, and what about the Avengers? What do we do if there's another crisis? Are they even a thing anymore?
0: But that actually, I'm glad I am glad you brought that up because that line is like, welcome phase four. And we're going to jump into that in a second because I already see, uh, you get a chance to see the Avengers form in this and you get a chance to see him take the mantle in the movie. And also, one of the things about well, I say I love Tom Holland. Um, not because he was um, one of the few people from Marvel to guest on this podcast. I know. Shout out. Humble brag. Oh, my God. We got him way before this happened. <laughs>
1: well, I had to.
0: We got him when they, like, announced him. Fun fact, we got him. I don't know if you remember the movie Billy Elliot. I'm familiar, uh, he Spider-Man was Fox. in that And since when he was on the podcast We talked about Spider-Man clearly Because he was announcing Spider-Man But we had no other frame of reference of his work So it was a few Billy Elliot questions Because that's all we had
1: Yeah.
0: Alright now Him being Spider-Man is so cool is because he In every Spider-Man slash Avengers Movie <laughs> He accidentally gives away His secret identity everyone so I felt in this movie one cool way to do it is just to blow it up Um, it was a little bit different in the book but um, he blew up a secret identity you know at the end spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it yet but it actually covered a good plot hole you gotta think in Mysterio's meeting it was like 20 maybe 30 people in that room who already know who he is Mm -hmm. let alone he's accidentally shaking hands with people and telling his secret identity (laughs) so um, like and then he did it again in this movie like he meets Nick Fury Mm -hmm. and goes to Nick Fury's secret base now the only people that can be trusted is Nick Fury and uh, Maria Hill they already kind of knew who he was and we'll, we'll put a pin in that So he walks into the secret base, it's about 12 people in there, and he just conveniently takes off his mask, like, dude, you gotta chill with that.
1: Well, no, because in that part, Nick Fury had said, everybody here has already seen you without your mask, and knows who you are.
0: you trust that? But that's what what I said, he's so cool. Um, Also, um, now, I'm gonna dig, these are speculations... Mm-hmm. Um, you killed it in your review. Uh, that's what I said, in addition to. You killed it in your review. Please, anyone who's under the sound of my voice, please go to blur with a blog. There's nothing I can say to you right now that's not rehashing the blog. But I'm going to put up my nerd them, years and years of nerd them of little Easter eggs I saw in in your review. Okay. Which Inversely Talks about the movie itself. Now, there's something going on. I don't know if they got the rights to it, but all of the quote-unquote elementals
1: mm-hmm.
0: are actual Spider-Man villains. But they they okay. had to call them elementals. I don't know if it's a legal thing, but how they did it, it was um, the water elemental. So we,
1: yeah, wait, I'm like, wait,
0: is that Hydro Man? Thing? That is Hydro Man now they couldn't say it but here's what they did it's big um, I've seen this movie twice mm-hmm. and I noticed that there was a theme with this every time there's an elemental there's a car with a license plate nearby it, it, it's, it's um, you gotta be quick when you see this that license plate is the comic book number of that elemental so, the water elemental is Hydro Man. If you look at the plate, there's almost a license plate that confirms it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's big. Just, if you go back and watch it again, get big on license plates. Look, no car is to be trusted. So, <laughs> okay. in, the, in the beginning, when you see the, the land elemental, it's a Sandman. And the license plate shows the first appearance of Sandman. So on and so forth, Right. Even so, the end scene, when you see Nick Fury driving, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's two with Nick Fury. When he's driving the first time, um, that license plate is the number of um, what is called What If. And we're going to jump into that. It's going to be mm-hmm. a Spider-Man team-up with Nick Fury and Spider-Man. All of, do, don't tr- every license plate in that movie... Is a, reference. is a reference to whatever you're saying, so you get it. The Nick Fury Spider-Man team up, and then when you see him again at the end, the license plate with him and Maria Hill—that is a comic book reference to um, what if Scrolls took over a secret invasion, mm-hmm. which brings us kind of towards the end. Um, the first and one, and post credit scene in space. Both of them, I felt so good. And bad at the same time because I went. I did. I did a rookie mistake. Rookie mm. mistake is I went Friday night instead of Thursday night. Thursday okay. night first. Sh- those are your blurs. Those are your nerds. Those are everyone seeing the movie. Right. I went they die fr- hard. I went Friday night um, mm. because I couldn't get off work. But I went Friday night, and that is date night. That is everyone hiding their nerd nerdism and they can't like openly rejoice so it, it was a lot of mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was a lot of like head nodding like you can tell who your diehards were because they just start head nodding like mm-hmm. i get that i understand that so um like the mj thing figuring it out I don't think you had to, I mean she did it so matter-of-factly like dude, anytime something happen um... you're gone so either you have you know irritable bowel syndrome you got Crohn's <laughs> or or you're a Spider-Man you right like you're
1: definitely
0: sick or you have a secret identity but which was even cooler because in the movie she represents oh man I was just bullshitting I I, I was I was kind of the and, and then when he told her, it was just sort of like, oh, yeah, I figured it out. <laughs> and then I, I love the fact that Night Monkey was a thing. Man, I lost it. <laughs> that
1: was like one of my favorite lines out of the whole movie. Like, of all the things to say, that you choose Night Monkey.
0: But it's awesome how they um putting it together. Well, the first post-credit scene, not to bury the lead too much um, you saw the scrolls on Earth, and you see Telos from... You remember him from Cap Marvel, Telos and his wife. And yeah. they they got a call, Nick Fury. And Nick Fury mm-hmm. is it, pretty much saying, like, hey, we did what you asked us to do. And um, so we got him. We had a couple of hiccups along the way. But ultimately, we got what, we got what needed to be done, done. And you have a Nick Fury on this space station... Run around a bunch of scrolls, and there were some humans kind of mixed in the, you know, mixed in, and pretty much the entire. I take that back. Good eighty percent of the movie theater I was in is like, what the hell is happening? Except the twenty percent. That's what I said. I should have went Thursday night because Friday night. Um, like I looked at the twenty percent. We all had to like, yep, you know what's next. Um. <laughs> What a lot of people um, kind of, what I believe, what I believe is happening, uh, most people automatically go secret invasion because it's hot. I don't think that's the case. What you are seeing, oh, you know what, you're my guest. What do you think was happening? Okay, so I actually read an article
1: about what might be happening in space. Um, they are developing the intergalactic version of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is S.W.O.R.D.
0: Correct, though. That's what I'm talking about. Sentient World Orbital, hold on, wait, I'm supposed to know this. Sentient World Observation and Response Department, better known as S.W.O.R.D. S.W.O.R.D. Um, Mainly because Phase 4 and possibly 5 are moving more into space on a galactic Mm -hmm. level. We know things happen in space, so there's that. Now, I do understand people who automatically went Secret Invasion, but the only thing that, that shot out that theory, that, that shut it down for me, is that Telos, his family, they have been there on Earth since Captain Marvel. So that's 1990, 1996. All right. So, if they've been here since 1996, they haven't necessarily been infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. They could probably just infiltrate families or just live in amongst everyone. Or, they went to their home world and something happened. I don't think it's a secret invasion. I just think Fury Hand picked them to handle this mission. Mm -hmm. Which also explains why um, in this movie, Nick Fury was so easily fooled by Mysterio yeah so um that brings us there now the unmasking of uh, the second well I said it in reverse order but the second um at the end of spider man the second post credit scene was um good shout out you got j k Simmons being j Jonah jameson back that yeah. was, that was great but they made the daily bugle more like uh like a internet rag think like your uh like your alex jones instead of being like a tabloid they made it like like a youtube show um Mm -hmm. like a la alex jones a la the young turks you know where it's a bunch of conspiracy theories just being known and which is great i love the fact they unmasked him that that helps because it shows he's in danger It also helps him. A lot of Tony Stark references in this movie. So many to name. Mm -hmm. But but unmasking Spider-Man was another thing he has in common with Tony Stark. Because at the end of Iron Man, he introduced himself, I am Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Inversely, that's the last thing he ended up saying when he did the snap to kill Thanos. I am Iron Man. Um, Both things imagine himself as the hero. So now, for Peter Parker and all people he loves to show... Because the deal with this Peter Parker is, he's a kid. Yes. But the entire... Like, growing up reading, one thing that gravitates about Spider-Man... Is Spider-Man is about responsibility. Where Spider-Man is about growing up in a world where all of your friends can die. So, with that said... Um... Now that the world knows Peter Parker, well, now you bring this new element in there, and you brought it on a real scale. And one other thing about this movie, before we jump into San Diego Comic Con, it introduced new villains, much like the last Spider-Man. You you got the Scorpion, you got um, you have the Vulture, and this one you have Mysterio. Now you could be setting up Sinister Six.
1: Yeah, I thought that was the plan, like, honestly, at the end of Homecoming, because they have Vulture and Scorpion in jail together.
0: That's two of six. Now, you have to make more, uh, villains, so one cool thing is, um, you could bring in, obviously, I, this is an easter egg, sorta, now... Towards that post-credits scene I think that post-credits scene was saying more than what it was supposed to Other than unmasking Spider-Man While he was um You know Mary J is with him MJ is with him And they're swinging through the city And unlike the book Where she's feel comfortable She's scared out of her mind <laughs> Which was naturally, Which was a great nod Where she said never do that again But um one of the buildings he passed was the old stark tower mm-hmm. and if you pass the old stark tower instead of the middle where the avengers were and um... they also kind of mentioned this in the first one homecoming they're moving out of stark tower and they're going to the new avengers facility that we saw in Endgame and infinity yeah, the one upstate. so since that's happening that building is for sale in the first spider-man movie and it was bought in the same... They didn't say who bought it. But, but we know who. It's a big O in the center. The atrium is hollowed out to make a big O. So there's your Osmore Question mark? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Hopefully. Another villain they introduced in this movie was Dimitri. Remember the bus driver, the guy who was with S.H.I.E.L.D., who did everything else? Yeah. Yeah. Dimitri is a villain. He just Who is he? Chameleon. Chameleon's real name is uh, Dimitri Yomakov. If, it
1: is. He is.
0: Right. Oh, my God. I told you we go going to blurt out this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm excited again. <laughs> Hidden in plain sight. Hidden in plain sight. Like... It's, isn't it weird that dimitri sort of his whole job with shield was blending in places so yeah. that is okay so you got norman osborne you have um chameleon you have two so we're four of six and we don't know if mysterio was dead we just don't know i i would like to i would like to really set- i was convinced I was not. Okay. Like it's it's Marvel, fair enough. <laughs> here's here's why I'm not convinced. Okay. Is because when Peter has Edith, he did not ask a specific question. The specific question he asked was Is this real? And Edith responds and says, All drones, all illusions are all, down yeah, all
1: simulations are down.
0: So, if that's the... He did not ask if it was down. So, could that scene have been... When he knocked him out because he tried to shoot him in the head at the end, we don't know what my man was typing right after that. No, he
1: was take Wasn't that him taking, like, the video that got leaked to um the
0: bugle? Okay, that's true. But you got to think about this, right? Here's how I look at this. Um, and, like I said... This is conspiracy uh, This is why I feel so comfortable with you Because I can nerd out like this Other people They they would be painting something Get my tinfoil hat ready Alright so this is how I look at it He did not ask if Mysterio was dead He said all simulations are down mm-hmm. So they never really got into If he's dead or not And Peter Parker just Because he had to go back to school He didn't necessarily check If he was dead or not So he just left him on a bridge right Right. When you when they got Edith from him, they got all of Stark's drones and all of Stark's drones that make these elementals bigger than life. That's how they made that last big one at at the end, right? Right. They said, "How could Edith have control over the roughly two hundred drones that they had already?" Mm-hmm. for the first set of elementals before they got Edith they still had drones active so that's why whatever my man was typing is so important because they never showed the screen yeah it could have been the video as a contingency plan but they left that with roughly 180 drones of their own before when they when Edith went back to Peter Parker so, those roughly 180 drones could have been making one last simulation. Yeah. Even with
1: Marvel, that's always, it, that, it's always
0: a possibility. That's what I said. <laughs> it's, it's just a possibility. And, let's say Mysterio's dead. You still get the sixth character because you kept seeing sad shit with Flash Thompson.
1: hmm.
0: Like, um, I don't know if you paid attention to it anytime Flash had to reference his parents they were nowhere to be found yeah now in the he's like oh mom had to put and come
1: herself or something
0: that's correct now here's another thing now this is why I say you gotta watch it like multiple times when Peter puts on Edith in the bus reading everyone's text messages and seeing what's on everyone's phone um was classified the shield technology But flashes had it was even more of a heartbreaking message. This it says, "Mommy, this is F- mommy, daddy." Like a group text, "Mommy, mm-hmm. daddy, this is Flash. I have not heard from you in days. Please, please answer back. I just want to make sure you're okay." Mm-hmm. Now he's sending that to his mom, right? In the book, Flash's dad. The reason he was such a great athlete is because he was pushed so hard because his dad was like a raging alcoholic. So, his dad was a raging alcoholic who may have incited a divorce, and my theory is, if you're going to make this, and you're going to play with the lines a little bit, Mm -hmm. Flash's mom married some super, super rich person, and that's how he got all that money. I only assume you can have Flash Thompson take a role in this MCU universe you can have him take the role of a harry osborne because he has the money you just flip Mm. you just flip the uh, genders instead of his dad having all the money have mama have all the money but still have the problems much like how harry norman osborne wasn't there for his son because he was green goblin you flipped you flipped the genders mommy wasn't there for flash thompson because she's Green Goblin. That's how I would do it. Now, I will perfectly take off my tenfold hat. And there we go. That That's Spider-Man. <laughs> like, you, I I hope you're not doing that thing where you're looking at me where You're looking at the phone. You're like, because I gave you the thing about Chameleon. You're like, oh, shit. But, yes.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I
0: appreciate it because I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm... Um, it's so important if you look at um license plates yeah.
1: I, like even that
0: th- that was shown to me in um the first in homecoming because when he's on the pier the car that he's fighting scorpion with has a weird license plate and i i just it says asm to something and i happen to mm-hmm. google it and that is the book in which he saves the ship. And I'm like, oh, okay. Going into... Now going far from home, any car is not safe. I know I got to look at license plates. <laughs> I'm have to go back and watch it again, no. When you see it, it's going to be like, oh, shit, this Hydro, man. This is this, is this is, this is this. And, and it comes back. Now, let's get down to the nittiest of gritty this weekend with San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Now... I have a lot of things to take away from that. A lot of things hit me on a Marvel and DC front. Mm -hmm. We know you DC to your heart. Well, let's just start here. What are some of the things that stuck out to you in this year's Comic Con?
1: Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I mostly heard about Marvel stuff, but I did get an alert on my phone and I remember the ziggly. It was, was this was Friday. And, um,. It read Brandon Roth to reprise Superman role and I screamed at my phone what the actual fuck.
0: Okay. Went to read
1: the article and he is reprising his Superman in the Crisis on Infinite Earth's crossover coming later this year and he's going to be playing alongside Tyler Hochlin's version of Superman as yet another Earth Superman. And I'm just like why why? Why are we pulling this from the grave? Is he going to be interacting with himself as Ray Palmer as well? Like, he's well, not doing too much CGI hold on a
0: basic channel budget. Okay, now we have said on many occasions, my feelings are Brandon Roth as as Superman. Now we have we have talked about this at Dazia. To me, his best roles, period, like overall in the sci-fi realm, was on Chuck. And I'll give a slight nod to Zach uh, Scott Pilgrim. Anything Superman related, I, I try my best not to talk about Brandon Roth, but I did. I did hear about that, and I think it's a good idea for storytelling purposes. And only that, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, after you know, growing up reading the book, and now that I see what the CW is doing okay if i gotta have multiple supermans yeah let me go get let me go get someone who actually played superman multiple times in different world and if you want to do the ray palmer thing that helps but okay all right anything else stuck out
1: it's Supernatural last season. It's not DC or Supergirl related, but I have seen every uh-huh. episode, and I am
0: sad. I'm not ready for it to end. I wanted, like, 25 seasons, but I understand. <laughs> I appreciate what they gave us already. I had a moment okay. like that. Okay. Here's some of the DC things that stuck out to me that I just... I'm, I'm more curious than anything. I, as we talked about, a lot of super, Supergirl kind of stuck out to me a little bit mainly because they got, uh, Megan Rath to play, uh, female Brainiac 5, and they showed, um, her new suit without the, without the skirt to make it, I guess it looked more official-ish, but Mm -hmm. I'm more, it's more curiosity. One thing I was overjoyed about, Black Lightning is back. Yes. Season 3. They, they revived it. I thank, oh man. God. Thank you, Black oh, Nerd man. Jesus. <laughs>
1: right? Because <laughs> my heart broke when I thought it was canceled.
0: But they brought was, it back.
1: Oh my God, y'all did not do this. That's the one show we had. Our show.
0: It, it's, it's back. Thank you, Black Nerd Jesus. <laughs> um, now, here's something that I feel I don't know how to feel about this. Harley Quinn now has a new Animated series I saw
1: that I am curious because they said it's geared more towards Adults like maybe in a family guy
0: Sense I'm okay with that because it, I, I only Assume they're going to make her DC's version of Deadpool To some degree And having mm-hmm. it animated you get a little bit More leeway to do a little bit right. more stuff The only thing I was Very I was very shy about is um is Paul Dini. If Paul Dini's attached, great. Paul Dini is the creator of Harley Quinn and quite honestly, all mm-hmm. the best story arcs of Harley Quinn had his name on it. So, if he's involved with it, I'm cool with it. Yeah. And lastly, on the DC front. It it was a tooth All right, DC did finally. All right. You know I'm very critical. Anything outside the CW, I'm very critical about DC. But they did a baller move um, on Comic uh, Comic Con weekend. All right, now while they were showing, you know, Batwoman, the new series, and unfortunately, you know, she couldn't be there in person to yeah. really give insight. They were like showing trailers, but they went in depth and they introduced new villains. And one of the villains of Batwoman is introducing um, Hush which is a brutal villain in Batman mm-hmm. history he's he's up he's in my top five of Batman villains overall Hush okay. is a motherfucker now here's the baller thing they did in order for the people to get you know and you know just realize how good or bad Hush is as a villain they release the they release the the animated movie batman hush over the weekend so people Ooh. and i was one of those people i paid my 395 you know to watch it and um you, you didn't subscribe to dc universe well no and here's why um, i'm cutting back some stuff because i did the thing where i just binge series a Binge Doom Patrol, binge there, then cancel. It. Like, right? Oh, okay, cool. Okay, I saw what I need to see. <laughs> so I'm, co- I may be coming back. Okay. Mainly because, like, that's why I said I had to pay my 3.95 just to straight up see Hush. And they did it right because Hush, almost shot for shot with the comic book. But okay, in no- I'm have
1: to watch
0: it. Yeah, but in order to show. How much of a badass Hush is. That was kind of a baller move. Just say like look. If you go on the streaming service right now. You can see Hush. And you can do it that way. Um, Now. I'm going to jump into non Marvel related stuff. Because it's just going to tie in right from Spider-Man. A lot of this. But um, another thing that stuck out to me at Comic Con. Rick and Morty is coming back. November 4th. They showed the footage. I am a Rick mm-hmm. and Morty fan. And it has been two years since I saw a new episode straight up.
1: Oh, damn. Are y'all okay?
0: <laughs> it's it's not, it's not the greatest feeling. But they came out with a release date. And then they said, okay, not only are we done with season four, we're currently in season five. So because it's been so long, it's been two years, they could mm-hmm. go in one season and then jump right into season five. Right. because they built up so much time. It's been two years. So, yeah, I I am fine. I'm ready to get Swifty. And also, for non-Rick and Morty people, it gives them exactly enough time to binge the last three seasons. So, let's say, if you watched an episode a day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as of this moment right now, you would be ready for November 4th. Okay. Okay.
1: I'm not going to lie I never got into Rick
0: and Morty Like I've seen Parts of episodes But I have not Seen a full one All the way through Once again You have Till now Till till the 4th (laughs) (coughs) It is such a good show And um One of the Other things That's non-Marvel related Because when we hit This Marvel block Um You know You already know All right. Oh yeah. Non Marvel related. Um, My man Kevin Smith introduced Jay and Silent Bob reboot. His new movie, which is um, if you remember Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Mm -hmm. which was a movie about a comic book about a movie about a comic book. It's a little (laughs) meta. It's it is a little meta. However, since that happened, I want to say 2000, 99, somewhere in there, they brought it back as a reboot of a movie about a comic book, about a movie, about a comic book, one more time, about a movie, about a comic book. So now we go an extra level of meta now. <laughs> and oh, some, some of the people that's in it, yeah, I got to watch that. I, I mean, like, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. So, like, you already got me just saying he's making another movie, but at the same time, the levels of meta, and he promised to bring back just about everyone who's still living from all of his movies in this one big movie, with the exception of Stan Lee, clearly because he's, you know, he passed, but yeah. there will be a Stan Lee, like, memorial, but there was a part for him in this movie. And this even ties this um this kind of sorta ties into the Marvel stuff. Because if you remember this uh oh, so meta. That's why I that's why I love it, is if you remember in Captain Marvel, the last Stanley Cameo, he's reading a script of Mar Rats, which is a Kevin Smith movie. You see how you see how meta it gets. Yeah, it, it's, so many layers. It, it's so many layers. So, which actually happened because Rats came out that same year that Captain Marvel was supposed to. It's it's just it hurts your head. We own some Inception levels of a meta with yeah, this. So yeah, I gotta to see. Like. <laughs> so now here we go, Marvel. I'm gonna ask you. You're my guest. What stood out? to you in the marvel world
1: um so oh god i don't want to mess up his name but mr ali as blade just came out and announced it and i read how it happened like he called marvel and told them hey i want to be blade and they're just like okay
0: um i don't know how to feel about that i love it and i i have questions I oh god I have so many questions about that. Um, don't get it okay. Don't get it twisted. I love Mahershala. I love Thank Blade. You. I I am on the fence about Mahershala Ali as Blade. I know before you take away my Blur card, let me let me defend myself.
1: Yeah, no, go
0: ahead. Okay, Mahershala Ali will be a kick ass blade. That's no question. I'm I'm sure he's gonna knock this out part. But his very essence as Blade poses a problem.
1: So.
0: Continuity. Marvel is very good at you play one character in the MCU. So if Mahersha Ali becomes Blade, that means all the Netflix shows are knocked out of continuity because Mahersha Ali is also Cottonmouth in Luke Cage.
1: But so, then it's already knocked out because Elsa Woodard was um, Mariah in Luke Cage but she was also the kid's mom in Civil War.
0: Now here's, so
1: different characters.
0: now here's where I argue. Since we know Black Mariah is a bit of a liar in Luke Cage and that means she could go into and that that conference that they had took place in New York you could say she lied and no, he, since that I, ha- hold on since that happened that allows her to move child free in Luke Cage because they reference her having a kid now, we don't know if they were talking about her daughter, or we don't know if they were talking about... Remember, the kid she doesn't want to talk about. We don't know what she's talking about. Are we talking about evidence of Civil War, or are we talking about her daughter who ultimately comes back in Season 2? But every time they talk about her children, children or child, they always kind of like hesitate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... I only assume that worked in the canon, because, yeah, who else would have enough money, enough influence, enough to get a one-on-one meeting with Tony Stark?
1: Uh, I'm have to like, just, I remember when Civil War was about to come out, and I saw she was in there, and I'm like, wait, is this Mariah? So I saw one of the producers straight up said, like, yeah, it's two different people, we just love her as an actress, like, there's no continuity, no relation, or anything
0: okay all right all right that's fair that's fair so all i'm getting so, at is now this all right even with them being canceled like i'm pretty sure they're not really worried about that okay but it's so many things with the netflix guys that they react to what's happening in the um in the movies that's what in even this new season of jessica jones did you get a chance to look at that
1: i have not i
0: yet. oh uh, even in that they're reacting to the movies so there's a i'm saying what they okay they react to the movies i don't want to spoil it for you let's just keep it let's just keep it at that so that's why i'm i'm confused about this a little bit because is you can fix it much how they fix spider-man blade could be a codename it could be his blessing cottonmouth died The whole thing is about vampires. You can kind of sort of bring them back. You know? If we're (laughs) playing MCU rules, that's where I'm a little on the fence with it. Um, Now, a lot of things in Marvel stepped out to me. Um, Phase 4. Phase 4 as a whole makes a shit ton of sense and the fact that Phase 4 will be the fastest phase in the Marvel MCU. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, first up is... Black Widow. I'm watching that movie for one reason. Don't get me wrong. I love Black Widow as a character, but when I talk about top five villains, I talked about Hush a minute ago, right? Taskmaster. This, this, this guy is my Tazmaster. Oh my god, the, the <laughs> bet He's it's Joker than him. <laughs> taskmaster is such a good villain mainly based on his power if you man if you get a chance hell I'll give you the book there's so many taskmaster books but his power is simply if I see it I can do it ain't that a bitch (laughs) like it's like there's a taskmaster series that came out uh, around the time of agent X this is taskmaster vs. Deadpool His whole thing is the fact that I have to kill Deadpool. I have to kill this guy who can't die. And then somewhere along the lines, he quits and just like, oh my god, I got these powers. Thank you for these powers. Now I am going to be the greatest... I'm just going to be the greatest dude ever. So like, he he totally abuses these powers. Like, he's going out on dates. He's um... Like, one thing he does, he, he like punks people. Like just to do it because if he see it, he could do it. Like one of the things he did, like totally abuse of power, and it made me feel good about Tazmaniac because I would totally do the same shit. Um, <laughs> he went out and he was trying to impress his girlfriend, and his girlfriend was all into like, "Oh, I'm in the Food Network, I cook." He like watched three episodes of Rachel Ray, and he could cook just like Rachel Ray. Yeah. And like he bought he bought this um, like rundown apartment in the hood and people was messing with him, like, to keep a low profile, so, like, he's going down the hood, they're like, white boy, we gonna whoop your ass, and he was like, look, guys, I'm a trained assassin, I don't want to kill anyone here, I will play a game of basketball, if I can beat your best basketball player, you guys gotta leave me alone, so, like, (laughs) they got this dude who is, like, the comic book version of LeBron James, and he said, guys, can you give me a minute? so he just start watching clips of ESPN he just start watching like Jordan clips and, stuff. and he beats him and they leave him alone it's, it's the shit so I'm just seeing him never in a million years did I thought I would ever see a Taskmaster on a screen so I need this person to live up to just the ungodly amount of hype I am giving him right now Um, you know out of respect for the character, I'm just going to stop talking about this movie as a whole because I'm only going to hype up my own thing. <laughs> uh, then, phase four, you jump into Falcon Winter Soldier, which I'm, expe- I'm excited so for excited. that.
1: I want Why? To, I didn't need them to keep ragging on each other the way they were in Civil War, like the back and forth, that banter was just beautiful, I love it I need that same energy for this whole entire series, however long it is
0: <laughs> oh my like god they
1: mess with each other because they, they miss Steve, that's all I need
0: <laughs> and you could easily bring in like this 40, 50 year old Steve Rogers at the end uh, like, it's, it's so good and then on top of this they they showed the villain of that Baron Zemo, now we remember Baron Zemo from Civil War, but here's where my brain goes. My brain automatically goes to comics. So if you're making a Falcon Winter Soldier, um, okay, so back to what I was saying, everything being connected. Black Mm -hmm. Widow's story is supposed to take place in the time of Civil War and Infinity War. And I only assume this is where you can kind of shine a light on Hawkeye about him going crazy. You can you can bring in Nick Fury that that time where you know we don't really know what was going down. So now you bring in Fan, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier that's supposed to take place after the fact, after um, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like you easily, and th- this is me. This is my nerd heart wishing you easily can bring in the thunderbolts like easily because if you got Baron Zemo rocking the mask you got Baron Zemo not trying to kill himself oh my god this this just reads like a thunderbolts comic book right it does and then the next the Eternals they've kinda of been hinting towards that for a while and I'm very interested because um, it, pretty much every Guardians of the Galaxy movie has introduced one Eternal in some way, shape, or form. Now you get a chance to see them. Okay, cool. Marvel's going to space. That's kind of where Phase 4, maybe even 5, is headed. Then they announce Shang-Chi. Okay, now this is where once again, continuity is a big issue. Um, you got Iron Fist, can you you can you can easily talk about Shang Chi, and not bring up Iron Fist, which is fine. You you can. Now they're bringing in the villain of that, the Mandarin, not the one from Iron Man Three, the real talk Mandarin. Yeah,
1: I'm wondering how that's gonna. Like we only got introduced to a fake one, so does that mean that the, this real one is just who he based it off of,
0: or what? Yeah, well, I don't know what Marvel's kick. Is with everyone rewatching Thor two the the Dark World? Like I said that last podcast, I just think they're just pushing an initiative, so everyone has to watch that movie once again. But if you like everyone else who did not watch that movie the first time and take it seriously until Endgame, you have to watch that DVD again because in that DVD there is a short that says. Uh, Pretty much explaining who the real Mandarin is. The real Mandarin is a bad-ass warrior. And they kind of give it away in the title. Shang-Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings. Everybody know Mm -hmm. Mandarin has ten rings that are like mini infinity stones. Mm -hmm. And he used that to rule Earth. So I only assume... And that goes back... Look, guys, we said this every time me and Eric get together... There's an excuse for us to watch Thor 2. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Lately, every time you're on this podcast, we have to watch Thor 2. I mean, I enjoyed it. People feel it was like one of the worst Marvel movies. I disagree. It was underwhelming at the time. Now, in retrospect, I see how goddamn important it is to the entire MCU so you gotta find you gotta watch that to watch the mandarin to find out you know why this is so important why we shouldn't mess with the mandarin and this kind of goes into wandavision wandavision all right first of all i talked about 375 yes i will be paying my seven dollars and some change for the disney streaming service because i i kind of got to at this point
1: like, there's no question
0: it's what do I have to cancel to make sure I can put this in my budget not if I'm going to do it I just have to, like, <laughs> not buy coffee on Mondays or something like, I gotta, like, do <laughs> I gotta, like, not go to Starbucks once right,
1: you can buy Tidal
0: yeah, the, oh my god title boy, y'all better come with something quick that's right I Spotify Ooh. much I will keep Spider-File a title but y- right. I mean like somebody finna leave <laughs> uh, but WandaVision even though it's only six episodes that is going to jump into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse but WandaVision is supposed to show alright this is what happened to uh, Scarlet Witch and from what I saw granted it's all speculations. we don't know what happened um, WandaVision is full tilt Scarlet Witch and, on top of that, you get, um, a grown-up, Monica Rambeau. You guys may remember yes. um, Captain Marvel. I'm so ready. When I saw
1: who was playing her, I'm just like, oh my god, what?
0: Yes. Paris looks just like her on the page. Okay. So, are we going to go full-time, or is she just grown up? So, not just that's worth seven dollars right there just to answer that question because if she go if she go into okay guys who don't know grown-up Monica Rambeau is one of three things she's Monica Rambeau we already saw her in kid form in Captain Marvel and then she grows up and she has Captain Marvel like powers so she has to sub in and be Captain Marvel for a good chunk of time and then Captain Marvel comes back like alright thanks for the, thanks for looking out you could keep most of these powers not all but most and then she becomes full time mm-hmm. like that's a show in itself okay let alone we toss in uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision which I'm more curious to see do they just have another Vision robot ready to go do they have to make another one Is this, um, like, because that jumps into Doctor Strange. And even the next Doctor Strange movie, you have my money already, because just off-title alone, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So now you already acknowledge the multiverse. So now you have to... uh, And I really thought they killed that dream in Spider-Man,
1: but then I'm like, Doctor Strange confirms it. Doctor
0: Strange confirms it. So not only do you confirm it again which they confirmed in the first doctor strange the multiverse um now it leads to more questions and if you even needed more confirmation the next announcements was loki which shows this is the loki from endgame that last time we were on this podcast we wondered about we were like well we don't know what's going on
1: so i kind of figured because like soon as i read about disney plus and i saw loki was getting a limited series i'm like okay him taking the cube makes sense like
0: we're about to see what the hell he does with it but if we reach in that form of loki he's not the reformed oh no he's still evil <laughs> he, he's still evil so now we got this guy who's going through time distance and possibly even the multiverse himself so mm-hmm. this is this c- can be a guy who's putting things in motion for, like uh, god! Damn. See, this is what I'm saying about continuity—how they're all connected. This goes to the next announcement. This was what if? Now they have already confirmed that Watchers exist in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy are good with bringing in Eternals, Celestials, people on on that bigger scale. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious about Adam Warlock but we'll get to that I guess when we get to that Um, but even that you get what if which is Marvel's answer to the Twilight Zone growing up I remember reading the what if books and Mm -hmm. um, I kind of mentioned one what if Nick Fury and Spider-Man teamed up and they, they just have everyone everyone but this goes back to continuity if you were a MCU character you will now play that in the what-if series. So yeah. if Captain America shows up, well, we're or Iron Man, we're going to get Robert Downey Jr. We're going to get uh, 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 Chris Hemsworth will be Thor. Y- 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 yeah. You get it. So I'm very curious how they're going and having Jeremy Wright play as the Watcher, or they didn't. They just said the Watcher. We don't mm-hmm. know if it's onto, or we don't know what, but it makes sense to have a watcher be a version of this character who ushers in all of these what-if scenarios, and then that jumps into Hawkeye, which I'm already in love with because if you brought in Falcon and Winter Soldier and Baron Zemo, you hint towards the Thunderbolts. What better way to bring in the Thunderbolts than Hawkeye, who ran the Thunderbolts? but mm-hmm. just based on the graphic alone it looks like this is going to be the Matt Fraction book of Hawkeye where he's training Kate Bishop to be the next Hawkeye which oh my god it makes so much sense because he trains Kate Bishop who they have a Young Avengers program and in the Young Avengers <laughs> program they like alright look and this goes right back to Spider-Man... Who says, who's going to be the next Avenger... And who's going to do this... But they get these young Avengers... Like look... If if it really hits the fan again... We need guys just like us... And we're kind of old... So we need the next generation... Mm-hmm. Kate Bishop is just... Was like a trust fund baby... Who's like awesome at archery... So Hawkeye is like... Look I've been running. Um He's sitting in his room... With the kids, and he's like, man, I don't I don't want to go evil again. Because when I went evil, I did some things I can't speak of. So he it's sort of like a big give-back project. Mm-hmm. And he trains Kate Bishop to be the next Hawkeye, which I thought we were getting an end game with his own daughter. He's teaching her archery. But no, if you do this on the series, so now you have this Kate Bishop where he can kind of play a little fast and loose and not be so precious because it's not his actual daughter he just kind of he doesn't have to go as slow or
1: anything exactly
0: and then that brings us to Thor Thor 4 or Thor thunder. first of all I am in love with this because they bring in the female Thor you bring in Natalie Portman which is great from the comic book it was like what if the world didn't have Thor alright we're going to get Natalie Portman Because, in the book, Jane Foster becomes Thor, right? Right. Valkyrie, who she... She hinted this in 3. Valkyrie is... Alright. Gender politics alone... Valkyrie is king of Asgard. Yes, I understand. She is a woman. That's why I said gender politics. So, if this is anything like the comic book... We need a Thor... So, for right now, Valkyrie has the powers to some degree of an Odin. So, it's like, look, man, I don't know where the hell Thor is. He got with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and we ain't seen him since. Alright, we need the closest person to Thor. Hey, Jane, you still cool? Alright, get over here. It's <laughs> essentially what it is. It's sort of like in the book, I don't know if they're going to do this. Jane Foster gets cancer. It was like, look, I'll cure your cancer but I need you to just kind of rule Asgard for a while <laughs> real quick and in that time Valkyrie is looking for a queen once again gender roles be damned Valkyrie who kind of alluded to her sexuality in um, Thor 3 mm-hmm. she alluded that she's and I'm saying this in the most LGBTQ plus Friendly way possible In Thor 3 she alluded That she's fluid on the whole Sex thing Yeah She did alluded to that so It makes sense And the only reason it makes sense That so Is it gonna I wanna see it because it's gonna be A love triangle between Thor, Jane Foster and Valkyrie a Valkyrie has already shown she can beat Thor in a fight. <laughs>
1: uh
0: we get fat Thor back. Also, um here's another thing. Um this is from San Diego Comic-Con and I have to go get this. They have the Funko Pop and the action figure of Fat Thor, so I have to go oh. to like Toys R Us and I I just want it.
1: Oh man. <laughs> I I'm not even gonna lie, I really wanted him to get back in shape at
0: the end of Endgame. No, I thought it was cool. I thought Fat Thor was cool. Like when the lightning hit hit him, I thought, oh, he's gonna be <laughs> and, he's he's gonna be regular in shape Thor. Bullshit, he just braided he just, his beard just braided and it's like I'm so fat. Right. He still got he just braided his beard and his hair, I'm just like early. Oh so um, he's gonna be fat
1: still and as guardians of the galaxy. Probably. Exactly.
0: And that was the next announcement, so there's going to be a Captain Marvel 2, there's going to be Asgardians of the Galaxy, which is 3, there's going to be a Black Panther 2. Now here's, um, now they kind of hinted a little bit where- I am ready for Black Panther
1: 2. Like, we need to break the box office again and make it,
0: like, make three- I just need you to confirm (laughs) the villain. The villain, if you do this, oh my god, this would be so awesome. Because you hit okay. it towards in the end game, Namor, mm-hmm. please make Namor name the villain. Because na- like, you do it. Because that would bring in their other announcement of the Fantastic Four. That would make it. That would that would make it that would make sense to bring in mm-hmm. Namor because Namor don't like them, and then you could totally bring in mutants, which would launch their next X Men property, and. One thing about this you also kinda they hinted hinted well they just pretty much said it when it came down to Avengers Endgame. Uh Gamora in as Guardians of the Galaxy will be two thousand fourteen Gamora that they brought back. Mm-hmm. She didn't die in the snap of Thanos Forces. Yeah. When Tony snapped, she didn't die. Yeah, I
1: kinda already figured like most of the Guardians three was gonna be looking for her.
0: Well, it's looking for her, but reaffirming who they are with her as well. Mm-hmm. Now, here's some—I uh, hate to end on some sad news. You and you gave me some sad stuff. You talked about Supernatural, and that sucks. That your show is leaving, but my show is leaving. What? The thing—I'm uh, giving you some backstory because I care. Feel free if you want to just—if you want to just. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last season will be next season.
1: It's no! Hard.
0: Like, that is the correct response, ma'am. <laughs> you know how much that show means to me.
1: Oh my god.
0: Hold on, Mark. <laughs> it hurt. It, it does hurt. Oh my god.
1: I already lost Colson once.
0: <laughs> we already lost a We got him back this season as a Coulson. It. it, it and then on top of that, they're doing Agents of Shield doing the space stuff. You could totally so that's where I was kind of I was kind of holding this mark because does the continuity exist? I know Marvel has a streaming platform, but Agents of Shield—if anybody was on that all connected train, it was them. Right. And now, like you know how I feel about Shield uh, personally. If you didn't know no, I'll say this out at um imps you know, Motor City Comic Con. Ma'am, I thank you and I want to thank you publicly for this. I got a little too hyped doing the interviews and I left the um my license plate for my car is a shield license plate that I was able to acquire due to your help because I'm running around you I mean, even how S.H.I.E.L.D. means to you, you're dressed as Black Widow, you're doing the um, cosplay thing, I'm getting interviews, I'm doing, I'm I'm just putting the cart before the horse. Mm -hmm. And I asked you, and I left too quickly, because, like, putting the cart before the horse, you know, I kind of got to be a good parent. So I had to leave and you know you know like make sure my child was safe from a babysitter. Yeah. Like I had I had to like not pay overtime to a babysitter so I was just like okay. Yeah, you had to go be an adult. It's okay. Exactly. And the frantic text and call from, to you. <laughs> oh my god, you I only assume you're on the other end of your phone thinking someone died. <laughs> and I'm just like, "No, no, no, please. Please, if you don't mind, you play I got his number. This, they have my license plate, the shield license plate, and your. I only assume your. Your anxiety went from up to oh my god someone died to oh my god is this all over got the license plate that you <laughs> left oh and I'm like please you'll be my friend forever if you if you just tell me the number I gotta call him and let them know I'll be back and thank you to your good efforts I did get that license plate and it is currently on my car nice
1: and it is I'm used to you sounding excited over everything
0: (laughs) and now here's where it gets even crazier in the brain that's full circle it is the exact same shield license plate that Nick Fury is driving in that Lexus at the start of Spider-Man Far From Home when they go to Mexico now I didn't plan that but apparently the logo and that it it just jumps into that I said look out for license plates I just wanted because I thought it just looked cool like on a normal car if you're like you're in traffic you're on 75 you're on 94 you see a dude with a shield license plate I just I love it because now that I have it there's kind of like while driving I get this like look from some people like no. Yeah, no
1: I see so many like bumper stickers and decals and I'm just like can you pull over so we can be friends just real quick
0: <laughs> but for it to be a license plate there are a few people who look at this and they look at it like oh my god is SHIELD a thing is that a thing <laughs> it, it, for real so to, to have Agents of SHIELD cancel man they like this has been 7 seasons and over the... And I just want to take one character. You you pick Coulson, which you should have. You get a chance to see an entire arc of Coulson. But I'll do you one better. Daisy Johnson. We got the chance... Her, her arc. To, oh, my God. We got oh, to see God. her as a terrorist with the rising tide. We got a chance to see her as Sky. We got a chance to see her as regular Daisy. She shows up as Quake. She is a legit shield member. She, if she is not on the sword helipad, whenever this when they reveal themselves as sword, Mm -hmm. she should be.
1: Right. She needs to get on the big screen. Like honestly, I remember my. I think it was my very first time going to Murder City Comic Con, and I went and got to sit in her panel. And I, I just fell in love. I'm like, I
0: love you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being there. Chloe Bennett, it just, I, I just like, I'm just taking that one character who needs to be on the big screen. Like, I would trade. It would make more sense. Okay, it made sense for Jarvis to appear on the big screen, especially after watching Agent Carter and knowing where in game. But if for nothing else, I will just one time like to see. The Netflix guys get on the big screen, which I thought would have been great closure if they had them in the in-game battle at the end. Mm-hmm. However, contracts, legal department being what it is,
1: blah, blah,
0: blah. yeah, but if there's anyone, I would like to see some form of Quake or at very least just kind of like a nod to Fitz Simmons it's you talk about story arc man you follow these kids i re- okay
1: okay like when really our kids when we first meet them and then we see them get in the field and get experience and almost die a lot and then actually die and then come back and back in time and it's just so much then they get like, married
0: i, I remember yeah, I can- being confused in the first three, and I, and, I, and I, the first three episodes of Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. I thought FitzSimmons was one person.
1: Oh yeah, no, the way they said it, and then they're like, this is Fitz and this is Simmons, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and it makes Y'all sense. Need se- Y'all need to separate that though.
0: Be- because <laughs> the it's a running joke, but it it makes sense. But that running joke has lasted at least eight years. Yeah. So, that's our coverage. That is a whole podcast. That me and you. This is a phone call. I <laughs> like when we get together. We nerd out. This is a phone call that ended up being an entire podcast. But I wouldn't be doing you a service. Blur with a blog, please. Just, n- just plug everything. Blur with a blog. This is all you.
1: Okay. So. I am on Facebook, Word with a Blog, Instagram, all one word, Word with a Blog, and the website is Wordwithablog.com. There are links on Instagram as well as Facebook. Please be sure to subscribe so you get notifications for new posts, and if you go follow on Instagram right now or get on Facebook. If you have any questions at all for me, please send them. I am hoping to do a Q&A video for you guys by the end of the week. This week I kind of get to know me better, my interests. I you know I talk about a lot of different things on this site. if there's anything you really just want to know that I haven't touched on, please let me know, and I am still willing to do reader interviews up until the first week of September, so let me know and we can definitely set something up. And if you are hearing this on Sam's podcast, please just comment, Sam sent me, and I will be sure to follow you back.
0: Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, All right. right. I didn't think he was going to do all of that, but all right, cool. Um, But, yeah, I want, man, you know how we get down. I always like throwing the ball back. I really, as much as um, we got this saying over here, it's called new old friends. And you, like, I'm a fan of your work. I like your stuff, and I get it. I totally get what you do. And Please I, so, I, I s- get you. I'm just like I have a brother finally. <laughs> and I, and I'm, and I get it. This is why I said, like, anyone who's down with this recap of San Diego Comic Con, I know who to call. Everyone else has been shut out because honestly, this is selfish. And I'll, and i and I'll just put it. I didn't feel like I answering questions. <laughs> I didn't feel like it's just like, well, who is this person? Nope, get out. <laughs> I didn't feel like answering questions you need someone who already knew someone who already kn- not only knew but suffered you had to pay- sacrifice because of this knowledge like I wanted to d- alright I'm brave enough I- I'll say it now like when you were looking for new topics I wanted I should have asked you um this you put that post up and I was just like what I'm very curious cause I know this is like the start of the movie kick-ass 2 when he found out it was more people like him in the world i'm very curious and it please feel free to use this topic what did you sacrifice to jump into blurred status we all sacrifice something it's like a weird trade you have to make like, there's a moment in time where you get your blurred metal Mm -hmm. but much like Thanos what did it cost you? We go to the soul realm and there's a baby Gamora looking at us saying was it worth it? The short answer is always yes it it will always be yes because when when we're at the cons and we see each other, like even like little stuff, I talked about the social situation, like uh, seeing a movie on a Friday versus a Thursday, Mm -hmm. like I'm looking at them, I'm like, oh I get that you really like this person, you can't like nerd out how you want and like I'm looking around the room (laughs) like those, those when you okay, make another nerd reference those are our Edith glasses Mm Mm-hmm. When you get a chance to see, like, oh, I know you. I know. And, like, you get it. Where you just, yeah. like, I know you want to look cool in front of uh, some girl that you're dating named Renee. who She doesn't know that you read every single issue of this magazine <laughs> growing up. She doesn't know that. She doesn't need to know that. Like, bringing in, like, I had to bring, like, you've met my wife. You've met Tasha. Mm-hmm. And I okay. have tried on many occasions to bring her into this nerd sanctum that we're in right now and it just like it's not working like I got denied you know what I'll end this podcast and i'll tell a real talk story of why i'm talking to you um right now not just why i'm talking to you you are a first draft number one pick about if you want to sit down and talk about blurred stuff. But here's a real conversation that happened Saturday night. It was it was grovelly to some degree. I paid my three okay, four bucks. It was three and some change, right? To go get hush like a like a you know, like I mentioned earlier in this podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, okay, look. Guys, and I'm talking to my son. My son is six. You've met him, he's a cute kid, whatever. Um He's, he's not a factor in this and I looked at my wife lovingly and like I said look hey Hush is out I just got it Hush I would really really like it if you sat down and watched Hush with me he's a kick ass villain I have no knowledge about this but if they do a fraction to what the book was that I grew up reading I said, you you don't, I will hope they mention David Kane, but if they don't, or Cassandra Kane, if they don't, all good, they did throw a Lady Shiva reference in there, I'll take it, spoilers, (laughs) Um, would you mind watching this with me? And she said, emphatically, nah, I'm good, And and I left the room, and I mumbled under my breath, I'm quietly judging you right now. Like your level of nerd Because the reason I'm judging my wife I I hope she's listening The reason I'm judging Because that was That was like Your intro into like A nerd realm She's level Let's say 3 And me and you We on some level 18 black belt Like like the references That we threw out in this podcast Alone would have her googling, and I left. I left a little hurt, and then the walk from my bedroom to the den, my man cave, in which I watched this movie, it was a uh, very like I said, you had to sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. It was that walk that wow, twenty seconds that it takes me to walk. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? That from my bedroom. Too pressing play. It was like a lonely feeling. And then immediately as the credits hit, I felt vindicated for not having her in the room. (laughs) And then I went to bed next to this woman I love with a smile that has to be surgically removed. And she was like, What you so happy about? Watch Hush. Settle with pride too. Watch Hush. and she was like well can you tell me what happened and I looked at her and said no no I cannot I cannot <laughs> tell you what happened Hush, read a comic book motherfucker like, and I went to bed with that level of bed that chip on my shoulder like yeah, oh read a comic book and went to bed and slept like a baby so I only assumed that's a long tale on this I only assumed You, in your artistic endeavors, can write a PG version of what the hell I just said to find what else other people have given up in order to achieve blurred status. Yes. So, that's my suggestion. There you go. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, feel free. Go ahead, bombard my good friend there with all of your blurred sacrifice stories. If she, if she, if... Hard if capital if she choose to you know write that out because we have all given up something. Yeah, I definitely
1: will. I like that actually, and I will definitely give you a shout out in the article for the idea. Thank
0: you. I just had that idea. Granted, it took. It was a great hour. Mm, the movie was an hour and a half, so two hours. Because I had to sit out and think about that. I was like, oh my god, I feel so good for watching this what I totally had to like sacrifice Grimora for the Soul Stone to do it like I, I feel great about this but it did come at a cost mm-hmm. so um, I read you like I said I read it um, where you looking for because you know it's summertime and sometimes things get a little slow and you're looking for you were looking for new fresh ideas that's a hell of an idea what did you give up yeah I gave up peace of the household for a night and i would gladly do it again that's i don't know if that's good or bad don't
1: <laughs>
0: yeah gladly mainly because superman red sun will have an animated feature too so like i at this point i'm daring her not to watch it because i remember that was a shit too yeah DC is always coming in with these animated they're, movies they're man they're so good with animated they did a baller move this week but once again Aaron I want to thank you so much for calling in we we did a whole podcast just recapping all of our just summertime nerd nerdisms and right. I'm only sure th- man this ain't the last who are we kidding this ain't the last time you showing up um and I just Matt, I can't thank you enough. So thank you so much for just calling in, going over the recap of Spider Man and SDCC. Thank
1: you for having me. Always a
0: pleasure. All right. Well, thanks so much, and I'm about to end this podcast, and uh, I'll, I'll talk to you.
1: All right.
0: Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. There you have it. That was one long ass phone call from my girl Erin from Blur with a blog. Please feel free to check her out. She good people. Everything you just heard was real as real can get. Speaking of the real, you can talk to us. You can go to the podcast. You can hit us up at samshownation.com. Your home for everything revolving around the Just Talk with Sam podcast. is SamShownation.com. Um, also on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, Just Talk With Sam. No GN talking. Just talking with Sam. Uh, Gmail. Just talking with Sam. At gmail.com. You can talk to me personally. On Twitter. At Sam Show 11. Please feel free to hit up my girl Aaron From Blur with a Blog. At Just Google. Blur with a Blog. It's right there. Read the reviews. I meant what I said about the Spider-Man. Um, her review was on point. It just. Here we are. I mean. Th- everything I said is point. In addition to. It. it doesn't contradict anything she said, just in addition to. So please go to blurwithablog.com, and I will see you guys next week.